From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. High temperatures can make planes too heavy to take off. Why is that? CNN's Jacopo Prisco has the answer to that question and what the future of air travel may look like in today's AccuWeather Daily for Tuesday, November 8th. Our planet's rising temperatures are making it harder for planes to take off at certain airports, presenting yet another challenge to civil aviation. And as heat waves become more frequent, the problem could extend to more flights, forcing airlines to leave passengers on the ground. The basic challenge facing any aircraft as it takes off is that planes are just very heavy, and gravity wants to keep them on the ground, says Paul Williams, a professor of atmospheric science at the University of Reading in the UK. In order to overcome gravity, they need to generate lift, which is the atmosphere pushing the plane up. Lift depends on several factors, but one of the most important is the temperature of the air. And as the air warms up, it expands, so the number of molecules available to push the plane up is reduced. Planes get 1% less lift with every 5.4 degrees Fahrenheit of temperature rise, Williams said. That's why extreme heat makes it harder for planes to take off. And in some really extreme conditions, that can become impossible altogether, he said. The problem particularly affects airports at high altitude, where the air is already naturally thinner and with short runways, which leave the plane with less room to accelerate. According to Williams, if a plane requires 6,500 feet of runway at 68 degrees Fahrenheit, it's going to require 8,200 feet at 104 degrees. Williams and his team researched historical data from 10 Greece airports, all of which were characterized by high summer temperatures and short runways. They found a warming of 1.35 degrees Fahrenheit per decade since the 1970s. We also found a decrease in headwind along the runway by 2.3 knots per decade, Williams said. Headwind is beneficial for takeoffs, and there's some evidence that climate change is causing what's called global stilling, which is why the winds seem to be slowing down. The team then put those temperatures and headwinds into an aircraft's takeoff performance calculator for a variety of different aircraft types, including the Airbus A320, one of the most popular planes in the world. What we found was that the maximum takeoff weight has been reduced by 280 pounds each year. That's roughly equivalent to the weight of one passenger plus their suitcase, meaning one less passenger each year that can be carried, Williams says. From its introduction in 1988, up until 2017, the A320 would have seen its maximum takeoff weight reduced by over 8,000 pounds at Chios Island National Airport, the main airport in the study, which has a runway length of just under 5,000 feet. 
London's city airport in the UK capital's financial district also has a runway that's just under 5,000 feet in length. During a heat wave in 2018, more than a dozen flights were forced to leave passengers on the ground in order to take off safely. One flight saw as many as 20 people bumped. In 2017, dozens of flights were canceled entirely over the final days at Phoenix's Sky Harbor International Airport as temperatures reached 120 degrees Fahrenheit, which is above the maximum operating temperature for many passenger planes. A study from Columbia University predicts that by 2050, a typical narrow-body aircraft like the Boeing 737 will incur increased weight restrictions by anything from 50 to 200 percent during the summer months at four major U.S. airports, LaGuardia, Reagan National Airport, Denver International, and Sky Harbor. Luckily, airlines are not powerless against the issue. There are lots of solutions on the table, says Williams. One would be to schedule departures away from the hottest part of the day, with more early morning and late evening departures, which is a tactic already used in hot areas like the Middle East. Lighter aircraft are also less affected by the problem, so this could accelerate the adoption of composite materials, such as carbon fiber for airframes, Williams says. In the meantime, manufacturers like Boeing are already offering a hot and high option on some of their aircraft for airlines planning to use them extensively in high-altitude, high-temperature airports. The option provides extra thrust and larger aerodynamic surfaces to make up for the loss of lift, with no change to range or passenger capacity. Of course, a more drastic approach would be to lengthen runways, although this might not be possible at all airports. In some cases where none of these solutions are applicable, passengers will simply have to give up their seats. But, says Williams, this will remain a niche problem for the near future, at least. People being bumped off aircraft because it's too hot is rare and will remain rare. Most planes are never at their maximum takeoff weight, so this will happen in marginal cases, mostly airports with short runways at high altitude and in the summer, he says. However, the longer-term future may be more difficult, he adds. I don't think it's going to be a major headache for the industry, but I do think the evidence is strong that it will get worse. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or visit AccuWeather.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.